Yes, hi. Uh, this is Ray Barone. Um, I was supposed to come down and interview uh, Mr. Steinbrenner this morning, but unfortunately, something's come up. Well, uh, kind of a family tragedy. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I was just wondering, um, could we do this on the phone? Yes, yeah, I'll hold, thank you. <clears throat> well, look who's up. I'm hungry. Yeah, well, breakfast time ended when the school bus left, okay? So congratulations, you get to stay home again today. Let me tell you something, mister. A couple hours with daddy and you're gonna be begging to go back to school. <laughs> Hello? Oh, hi, oh yeah, hi, Mr. Steinbrenner. Uh, yeah, tragedy, right. My mother. <laughs> yeah, but uh, she'll pull through, she's a tough old broad. Anyway, um, listen, I know you're a busy man and I just wanted to start by... by... <laughs> Uh, excuse me. Excuse me one second, sir. No TV. No TV. No. No, no. No, 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 no. No TV. Hello. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. No, no, no. No, I can do this. Sure, yeah. Um, okay, well, mainly I wanted to start by uh, getting your feelings on revenue sharing. I, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hey, yo. Okay, yeah, well, that's a good point. Yeah, that, yeah. Right. Right, and what about the smaller markets? Hey! You're not eating donuts, okay? No donuts for you! I, yeah, sorry. It's the kids, I, yeah, kids, I know. Yeah, too bad you can't fire them. Well, you probably have, right? Yeah. Get down from there! Stop it! I, sit down, I will tell you what you're going to eat! Hello? Oh, we're done? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, thank you, sir. Michael! <laughs> Put it down. Put it down. Do you know what you just did? Do you know who that was on the phone? No. It doesn't matter. <laughs> George Steinbrenner! <laughs> so, none of this, okay? None of this Captain Sugar's chocolate-covered sugar for you. You're hungry? All right, if you're hungry, here. Here's what you're gonna eat. Fiber 100, all right? Yeah, that's right, no fun stuff, okay? No cartoons on the box for you. You're, you're getting two grandmas on a bike. That's the kind of crap I have to eat every day. Yeah, yeah, no maze to chocolate land. Here, yeah, you can read about colon health. Dig in. There you go. Some delicious skim milk for you. Welcome to my world. All right, listen, here's how it's gonna go today. No cartoons, no video games, no computer games, no fun. Okay, first, you're gonna eat this wood. <laughs> then you're gonna get your homework. You're gonna come downstairs to my office. It's study hall. That's right. <laughs> you're gonna work right in front of me where I can keep an eye on you. You got that? I don't have any homework. Who do you think you're dealing with here, huh? I may seem stupid, but that's just to get your mother to not ask me to do stuff. <laughs> I know all the angles, pal. I know all the excuses. If my dog Shamsky had eaten as much homework as I said, he would have pooped the Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> all right? So you just eat this, and then you're getting your homework, and you're coming downstairs. I don't have any. 
You're sticking with that story, huh? <laughs> All right, well, you know what? Then you're just gonna come downstairs and you're gonna watch me work. You think school is boring and meaningless. Where do you see what I do for a living? <laughs> oh, Captain Sugar, he's coming with me. <laughs> hey, look, a prize. How not to raise kids. Friends, uh, let me pray with us. Pray for us. Heavenly Father, we do want to thank you for your goodness and your love. Father, we want to thank you for your word. And Lord, uh, this morning we pray that your spirit might just uh, awaken our hearts so that we might hear your word, so that we might put it into practice. And we do pray these things for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. You know, some people in life uh, do it tough. Um, it's not their fault. It's not because they're not smart. Life is just not working for them. They seem to get in trouble easy. They seem to uh, face difficulties often. They can have a low self-esteem. Uh, they feel and act like failures. And very often, but not always, people in that position have been raised by unwise parents. They have missed loving encouragement, discipline and godly models. Uh, for other people, it's uh, very different. Life is not as tough. Life is working well with them. When they face difficulties or trouble, they seem to do a lot better. They are more purposeful in life. They have wise parents who lovingly uh, encourage, discipline and mentor their kids. The gift of a wise father is only equal to the gift of a wise mother. Friends, whether we like it or not, we are all products uh, of our parents. Uh, sure, God can intervene when we become Christians and he can help us to change for the better. But the start of our value system uh, begins at the hands of our parents. It's the parents' job to raise their kids and to give them the very best possible start in life. Now, as I look around, I, uh, I see a lot of uh, parents who have kids. Some of you may be grandparents. Some of you may not be married. Uh, can I just say, uh, from a grandparent's point of view, uh, Debbie and I are, are grandparents, and uh, we're finding that in some ways we're, we're parents again uh, because we have a, a great influence on our grandkids. And so don't think, just because you're grandparents, this is not for you. And don't think that because you are single and you're, you haven't got kids, this is not for you, because someday you may have kids. So a couple of things from, from Proverbs. Firstly, children need leadership. Don't you love that girl over there? A picture of Godzilla, I reckon. <laughs> Folly is bound up in the heart of a child. God designed parents to be, uh, to be loving leaders. And folks, we have a blueprint in the Bible of the family. Parents need to be the example. Parents need to be the family where kids can be accepted, encouraged and so on. Some people think that children are born good and then society screws them up. Well, children are born depraved. Uh, children are born sinful. It's inbred in them. Um, 
theologians talk about original sin. Uh, and if you don't believe that, uh, let me ask you the question, do you have to teach children to be good or to be bad? <laughs> they know how to be bad, don't they? That they are professionals at it. We need to teach them to be good. I know what you're thinking. Sure, babies uh, look beautiful and innocent and gaga, but don't let them fool you because folly is bound up in the heart of a child. And like us, sometimes uh, children, we do dumb things uh, that can lead to danger. Children can eat dirt, they can get too close to the heater, ride on walls, walk in mud, uh, do all silly things, play too many games, social media. Parents need to lead. They need to set boundaries for what is fair and right. And it is always better to lead by example and not by force. Children need loving leadership, not pushy parents, and the other extreme, not absent parents. When you have a good relationship with your kids or your grandkids, it's easier to lead them. Last week uh, on the uh, news, uh, you, you're probably aware of all the uh, youth crime that's happening in Queensland and they interviewed um, a, a policeman and I really felt sorry for the policeman because he was really, he was mystified because of the, this problem with the youth crime and he said, we need more deterrence. And I said, I, I don't know what we need. He said, the prisons are full of youth and I thought to myself, no, what we need is parents to lead in those early years. So often we try to fix up when the problem's been done. So often the government wants to look at the fruit of the problem rather than the root of the problem. The root of the problem is children need leadership. Children also need discipline. Let me read to you from a number of passages from Proverbs. Uh, Proverbs 22, folly is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of discipline will drive it far from him. Chapter 13, 24, he who spares a rod hates his son, but he who loves him is careful to discipline. Chapter 23, do not withhold discipline from a child and save his soul from death. There are times if we really love our kids, we're going to discipline them. And can I say, no form of discipline should uh, arise out of, of, of violence or an attitude of anger, but it is necessary. Withholding discipline is like sitting back and saying to the kid, do what you want. Sometimes a slap on the butt. Sometimes isolation for a while, removing of rewards or privileges, whatever works to exercise discipline. You need to find age-appropriate ways to influence foolish attitudes and behaviour. Hands up who uh, those people who have been seeing that uh, show uh, parental guidance. Really? I thought, yeah, one or two of you. Well, uh, they, I think the first, uh, first night uh, they talked about uh, smacking children and that was very controversial. And most of the uh, people said, no, it's wrong. And people were saying things like it's a power imbalance the kids feel unempowered or uh, it's violence, it's child abuse. 
And then they were asked, who smacked their child? And all of, the, all of them put their hands up. <laughs> Folks, the rod, and that's where uh, Christians sometimes take this, he who spares the rod hates his son. The rod was used by the shepherds to direct the sheep, to prod the sheep. Not to direct with anger, not to belt hell out of the, the sheep, but to direct. And folks, when we talk about the rod of discipline, we're talking about prodding, directing with love and patience. And notice there, it says twice in those verses that I read, to be careful of discipline. Sure, kids will be kids, but parents need to be clear of the behaviour and attitude that crosses the line. All children are different, but there always needs to be some boundaries set. Uh, Debbie and I, our youngest one, Katie, uh, she's uh, 30, is she 30 now? She's 30, yeah. <laughs> I know it all. Uh, she's thir 31, 30, but doesn't matter, she's around 30s, in her 30s. <laughs> but I remember when she was young, we didn't have to do much to discipline her. All we had to do was count up to three if she was doing something wrong and by the time we got out to two, she just dissolved into tears and she was so easy to discipline. Uh, my eldest son, Luke, who is in his 40s, yep, he's in his 40s. <laughs> I remember uh, one time he was, uh, he was still in his high chair um, and uh, he learnt how to poke out his tongue and I think he must have learnt that from the uh, church playgroup. Uh, um, but I said to Luke, I said, Luke, you shouldn't poke out your tongue. It's naughty. And you know what he said to me, or what he did to me? <laughs> I said it again, Luke, it's rude to poke out your tongue to people. I raised my voice. I said, Luke, I really don't want you to, to, uh, to poke out your tongue any longer. And you know what he did? <laughs> and I think what Luke was trying to say, Dad, I don't think you've got what it takes. And what Luke was doing, he was drawing a line in the sand and he was basically saying, let's see who's boss. Let's see if you're going to discipline me. Uh, folks, uh, I want to say I didn't disappoint him. Um, children need parents to help them grow wise and not be foolish, to discipline them. It is not the job of the school teacher, can I say. It is not the job of the coach. I think too often parents are too ready to blame others for their children's lack of discipline. Children need leadership. Children need discipline. But more so, children need encouragement and instruction. You know, the overwhelming emphasis of Proverbs is verbal encouragement and teaching and the whole book is framed to a father's words to his son let me read to you some of them chapter one listen my son to your father's instruction and do not forsake your mother's teaching chapter five my son pay attention to my wisdom listen to all my words of insight chapter 22 train a child in the way he should go and when he is old he will not turn from it Chapter 23, listen to your father who gave you life and do not despise your mother when she is old. Kids may not want it, but Proverbs says they need it. 
we can save our children a lot of heartache, a lot of pain, a lot of foolishly living, being influenced by the wrong people if we have a positive influence on them. And folks, if we start when they are young, the, the younger they are, the greater chance we will have in influencing our kids because the pattern set on behaviour uh, will, in those early years, will eventually take roots in their lives when they become their own. If we take, teach kids about kindness, compassion, forgiveness, respect, diligence and responsibility, eventually they will internalise those values. And folks, one of the best things we can do is to pray for our kids, is to, to teach them the Bible stories before bed. There is a greater chance that they, those kids, if they've been trained in that way, will claim Jesus to be their own. But you know what? If you're going to influence your kids in a positive way, you need time. And folks, I want to say time equals influence. Time equals influence. Say it with me. Time equals influence. I remember when uh, Katie was getting older, she was in her teens, and uh, I felt like I was sort of losing that relationship with her and uh, she wouldn't laugh at the dad jokes anymore. Uh, I could just see her drifting. And I remember saying, Deb, I don't know what to do. And she said, well, why don't you just take Katie out for a, a milkshake? So I decided from then that uh, every Thursday I would take her out for a date. And on Thursday afternoon we would go and have a milkshake. You know what? I reckon that was one of the best things I ever did. I love milkshakes. <laughs> <laughs> but folks, it just, uh, it just put us on a different plane. She started opening up, speak, uh, uh, talking about some of the things that, that she was having difficulties with. We, we even had a father and daughter's weekend. I, I did those uh, enough times with the boys, but never once with my daughter. And I still uh, remember we went to um, Wombie and Caves. And you reckon it was, it's cold here. Wombie and Caves. Wow, it was freezing. Uh, the water I had uh, froze up. The tent that we were in became like wood. And everything, I th everything about it I thought was, uh, was a pretty, you know, lousy weekend. Katie loved it. She still talks about it because we were together. Even though kids should respect us, teenagers will possibly go through rebellious times of disrespecting authorities. But it's not until they grow up a bit uh, we have to show that we are worth respecting. Folks, can I just say, families is not school. I know there are a lot of school teachers here uh, this morning, but I'm, I'm serious. We should be treating our kids not as, as if they're in school. It's a family. It's not an army. It ought to be a nurturing place. It ought to be a place where kids are free to be silly a little bit, to be enjoyable, think like a child. I remember some years ago, Debbie and I, we went... Uh, away with this couple, they had four kids and uh, I felt, I don't know, I felt a little bit lost because the way they disciplined their kids was so strict. They couldn't do this, they couldn't do that. They couldn't. 
I really felt like, you know, I wanted to do that and I couldn't do it. I felt like I was in the army. And uh, it's, it's, it's sad, but uh, three of those four kids uh, are far away from the Lord. Uh, make home a place where kids want to be, where you love them, encourage them. Not a place where they'll be ticked off. Not a place where they'll be dispirited or demoralised. Reinforced through encouragement, the good that they do. You know, think about it. When kids get older, they're going to go out into the world where there's a lot of negativity. There is a lot of criticism. There'll be a lot of uh, insults, attacks. They'll be undermined in every direction. They want to come to a family place where they are nurtured. Folks, we need to give them that courage, stability and ability to face this world. In that reading that Beck read to us, or that uh, she spoke of, children obey, Diana read to us, children obey your parents and the Lord for this is right, honour your father and your mother, which is the first commandment with a promise that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy a life long on earth. Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. It is the child's responsibility to obey and, and accept the, and respect the position of the parent. But there are long-term benefits, the Bible says. So those of you who are still living at home, children, young adults, obey your parents, honour your parents, because there's a promise here that it's going to be for your own good. It's going to be for your own blessing. But parents don't exasperate their kids. Don't annoy them, irritate them, antagonise or provoke. When we do that, it's harder for the kids to obey their parents. Another way to encourage and instruct our kids is through modelling. Uh, uh, as I mentioned before, kids will become what we are. You know, I, I'm very, Debbie and I are very blessed that we've got kids who are all Christians and, and they're great kids. But when I look at the boys and I, and I try to pick out some of their bad points, guess what? They're just reflecting the old man. Ah, you see, it, we sometimes teach significant or insignificant ways, intentionally or unintentionally, some good, some bad. If we are to be purposeful in our modelling or, or mentoring, make sure we model a godly life. That's our job. That's our job description. Let me read it to you again. Bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. And so, parents, love your spouse. Pray together for your kids. Grandparents, pray for your kids. Pray for your grandkids and let them kids know it because later on in life it will speak volumes to them. And finally, children are a blessing. Again, uh, that reading Sienna read to us, may your father and mother be glad, may she who gave you birth rejoice. Now, we may not always think it, but children are treasures uh, uh, from God. They are to be prized, uh, cherished. Our kids need, need to hear a thousand times that we love them. 
They should grow up in a family that encourages comforts. They should grow up in a family that is fun to be enjoyed and, and, and not endured. Folks, we should never be too busy for a toddler who wants a hug. We should never be too tired for a young child who wants to share what they did at school. We should never crush a teenager's dream or goal. We shouldn't dismiss a young adult's opinion. You know, watching your kids grow up uh, can be a thrill, uh, yeah, but it's not without problems. They, uh, when they reach that adolescent age, they will, they will lie a little bit um, about what they're doing in their spare time, but the people that they are uh, being influenced by and so on. But as parents, we are called to give practical instruction for living insight to the ways of wisdom and not foolishness and offer loving and balanced discipline as we teach and model eternal values. It's a big job, isn't it? Yeah? Now, I hear a few amens. It's a big job. Being a parent is the hardest job. And we need prayer. All of us need prayer. But in this, can I say, there are a lot of what-ifs. And no doubt you're thinking, well, what if? You know, the wisdom of scriptures is not an ironclad guarantee that our kids will end up great. Children themselves have their own free will. But the Bible does tell us if we do those things, uh, it will lay down a general principle in raising those kids. Folks, you can be faithful. Can I say, you can do all those things we've mentioned, all those things. That's no guarantee that your kids will end up right, that your kids will end up Christian. There is a greater chance but there's no guarantee. What if your kids don't turn out the way you would like them to be? And folks, if it's your mistake, if you think you haven't been diligent as parents, confess it to God. We have a good God, don't we? Isn't it good that he is a better uh, father than we are parents to our own kids? He is a good God. He forgives us. We need to remember that kids make their own choices. And if kids are older, try a different approach. Admit maybe to them that you haven't been the best parent that you could have been. Always accept them, regardless of what they had become. And that's the story of the prodigal son, isn't it? Do you remember the story? Let me just remind you. There was a father and uh, he had two sons, an older one, a younger one. And the younger one said, Dad, I wish you were dead. He didn't actually say that. He said, give me my inheritance. The only way you're going to get your inheritance is if your father was dead. Anyway, the father incredibly gives his share of the inheritance to the son. And the son grabs his inheritance and he goes over the hill and he, he lives it up. <laughs> He's partying it up. There's drinking. There's wild women. There's parties every night he's got all these friends hanging off him because he's got all this money but what happens after a while the money runs out <laughs> he loses his mates he, he even he hasn't got the money to buy proper food in fact he gets a job serving pigs 
and he's longing to eat what the pigs are eating, these pod things. And there's, a, and there's a bit there that I just love and it says, and then he came to his senses. He came to his senses. And he started to think, heck, you know, my life as a servant uh, with my, my, my father is better than the life I've got now. Maybe if I go back, maybe, maybe my father will accept me as a servant. And so he starts his journey back. He's coming closer and closer to the hill. And you can imagine the father. If it was me, it would be every day. You'd be looking up the hill thinking, is my son coming back? You can imagine that father praying for his kid. But one day he sees this figure. He he sees the silhouette of his son. The son's behind him. And he recognises his son. And what does he do? The father says, it's my boy. He races out, it's my boy. With great joy, they come together. They embrace, they kiss, they hug. He puts a ring on his finger. He puts the the robe on his finger. They strike out the barbie. And then the older son says, mate, you've never done this for me. And the dad said, this son of mine, he once was dead, but now is alive. He once was lost, but now is found. He accepted his son. Folks, always accept your kids, no matter what they have become. For those of you, of us, who are single parents, your situation is not ideal. You've got to be mother and father. Um, And I challenge the congregation of Robbo uh, to be uh, that single parent, to help those single parents with love, grace and support and encouragement be around. I know we had a couple at uh, St John's Camden and there was a couple of people, a couple of the guys who would just take out some of these, uh, these kids who had uh, a single mother just to, you know, take them to the footy or whatever. It may be, ladies, you can be the maternal side of those single parents. For those who can't have kids, I don't know why you're in that situation and I can't begin to uh, understand the pain you are going through. But know the Lord hears your pain. Come to him in prayer. Ask the Lord, what can I do? (laughs) Lord, what should I do? God is sovereign, folks. And he can use all situations for his purpose. Maybe, maybe he wants you to help some of those maybe single parents, those who are doing it tough. Folks, whatever our situation, we have divine help at our disposal. You know what? We're all a bit like kids, aren't we? The Bible says we are children of God. But isn't it good that we have a loving father who loves us dearly, who who tells us unconditionally that he loves us? 
Folks, that loving Father wants to lead you and me through his word, through his spirit. You know what? And sometimes he will discipline us when we go off the rails. He will encourage us and instruct us through the example of his own son, the Lord Jesus. And he may even bring other people in our lives uh, to mentor us. But friends, know and know and hold on to it that we are a blessing to our Heavenly Father. How do I know that? He died for you. He died for me so that we can be forgiven. He rose from the dead so that we can share in that resurrection, so that we can share in God's family in heaven. In the meantime, he's given us church. Robo church. And you know what? Church ought to be a little taste of heaven. Not the things you don't like, but all the good things. And, and folks, I, I just want to say, maybe just ask the question, what can I do to make the family of God more loving, more nurturing? Folly is bound up in the heart of a child, but wisdom is in the Lord Jesus. Folks, let me pray for us. Uh, Heavenly Father, we recognise that some of the things that we've heard this morning are difficult. Lord, we recognise that in some of those things we may have failed. But Father, we just ask that you will forgive us those times that we haven't been the best parents, the best grandparents. Forgive us those times when as children we haven't always loved and obeyed our parents and honoured them. But Father, we, we pray, Lord, that you will give us a passion, that you will give us a desire, that you will give us a new enthusiasm to want to have a family that where children feel loved and encouraged. Father, we want to thank you that you are a God who has blessed us in the heavenly realms, who has blessed us with all the good things that, that we have, that we, the things that we take for granted. And so, Father, please, uh, we just ask again that you will bless this congregation, the family of God. And as Dan comes, uh, the new minister starting next week, Father, we uh, do pray, Lord, that together, they might do great things for you and see the growing of your kingdom. And we do pray all these things for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Well, friends, we're going to uh, have the uh, Lord's Supper, celebrate the Lord's Supper in a little while. But before that, we're going to actually uh, sing again. Um, so why don't we uh, stand and let's uh, sing together.